have you ever thought about what you want your last words to be on your deathbed? I have thought about it off and on at times. The only thing I've really come up with for sure is that I don't want my last words on my deathbed just before I die. And who knows, I might not be on a bed, but the point is, I don't want the last thing I say before I die to be something like, oh my God, no, no, ah! Okay, I think you know where I'm going, but yeah, that is where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer Garth Ekman, the David Alliance. How you doing? Hey, thanks for checking in. And again, to everyone who listens, who shares the podcast, who rates the podcast, thank you again and again. It means the world to me. I still can't believe all the people I hear from all around the world. How do you find out about it? I don't know. But again, thanks to everybody who, who does listen and who does share the podcast. I know some people don't listen every day, but even if it's just once in a while, kudos. Thank you. Hey, we're brought to you by... MingleMary.com, podcast, YouTube, and website for the perfect marriage, material, and swag. If you're mingling, mating, dating, or marrying, check it out, MingleMary.com. Also, you can reach out to me at TDAGiantSlayer at gmail.com. Love hearing from my listeners. So, yeah, uh, you know, I, I said the other day, my son, my youngest, got engaged, and the house is a buzz, and a few of you have reached out saying congratulations, thanks. And again, many of you know the story. He was running from God for years, and now God just chased him down. And just on a side note, you know, I was I, I came to church two days ago, getting ready Sunday morning early, and I just kind of went off into one of the rooms and was just praising God and worshiping, and uh, I, which isn't my normal practice uh, Sunday morning. I mean, I, I usually read and pray every week. Or every day, but on Sundays I usually come in and just start rolling. But the thought was this: God, if <clears throat> excuse me, if I die today, it's all good. Both my boys love Jesus. Both my boys love Jesus, and it's all good. But it got me thinking about what happens now that they're loving Jesus. What would be my last words to them if I died? You know, some of my favorite last words, and and they tug at your heart. Like Todd Beamer, who was a passenger on United Flight 93 on September 11th, 2001. You probably remember, he said, are you guys ready? Let's roll. And that became famous, let's roll. I think of Da Vinci. On his deathbed, he said, I've offended God and man because my work did not reach the quality it should have. Crazy things, right? But what would your last words be? Again, I was jokingly telling you at the beginning of the podcast, I hope my last words aren't me screaming in pain or something like that. Or even worse, uh, uh-oh, what was that? Or something like that. But the truth is, is that the Bible's filled a few times with people's last words. And King David, he said something that is somewhat provocative when you look at his life and who he said it to. But again, going back to me, and it's not about me, I think in everything I've talked about with my boys and my life and my life verse and my purpose, I think if I had one thing to say before I died, it would be serve God no matter what. He's worthy. That's been my thing. Make God look good. He's worthy. But King David, here he is. He was a shepherd boy. He was the forgotten son. He was an outcast running from the law. He was a king. He was an adulterer. He was a lousy father. And what did he say? What were his last recorded words in Scripture? And 
Who were they spoken to? They were spoken to his son. Now think of that just for a second. Scripture records his last words, but is sure to let us know that it was to his future heir, Solomon, his up and coming. And it wasn't words to the nation of Israel or to his family or to God. It was just simply pulls his son into his room and says this, 1 Kings 2.2, I go the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. That word there, prove, literally means prove, as in appear to be or show up or transform into a man. In the eyes of everyone who's watching, become that man. We can see the sins of David breeding and spreading in his son Solomon. Like, you know, Solomon was a great king. He was the wisest of the wise. But David loved his wives, and in turn, Solomon really loved his wives. Like, 900 of them? And in a few ways, we see how Solomon grew up, and in, how, and in other ways, he, he didn't grow up. I mean, he really never truly achieved the character of God that I think God was hoping for. But David said, be strong and prove yourself a man. I wonder what David would have said if he could have seen the end of Solomon's life. Here's too much information, but yesterday my wife and I, we got into what you might call a discussion. She said, you know, your oldest is 33 years old and you can't tell him what to do anymore or you're going to put a wall between you and him. And I said, you know what? If I do it the wrong way, yes, I would put a wall between us. However, it is still and always will be on me, his father, to tell him how to live if he's not living for God. And I've told my boys numerous times growing up, look, if you don't want to live for God, that's fine. But don't be a phony. Don't don't tell people you're a Christian and then don't live like it. Just say, I'm not a Christian. And I'll pray you will become one, but I won't be torn up inside that you're a liar. I mean, I, I raised my boys, you know, better than that. And I love that my youngest son, for the longest time, did just that. He said, oh, you know what? I'm not a Christian. I like, I respect that. And I prayed and prayed and prayed. And now, again, he's on fire for God. But you get my point. Grow up and show yourself to be a man, was David's words. And I would add, a man of God. One more question. What will it feel like at the end of your life to not show up and be a man? Look, I see a lot of men in our world who are the manly man. The, they, they kill things. They're tough. They sacrifice for their family. They build a business. They help others. But if you do not know God, if you do not live for God, if you do not win others to God, are you really a man of God? I love the old song by Todd Snyder called Talking Seattle Grunge about a band that was so alternative that they wanted to stand out so much that they formed and then decided to never play a song, not even a note. And it pokes fun at being so different that masses can be fooled and fall in love with the gimmick and forget what being in a band is about. You should check it out. But the point being, the world is full of gimmicks when it comes to what a man is. I'm sure when we get to heaven, there will be men who were scrawny, ugly, uneducated, poor, maybe never had a wife or a woman, and they are the men of God that are on display because they realize what being a man is about. It's being like Jesus. So today, as if I'm about to die, I say unto you, be strong and be a man. And keep slaying giants.